Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Browns. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the endless mountains. So it's spring, right? And uh, with spring comes mud. Uh, so this week I want to do something a little bit different. I want to talk about one of the programs here at the district, specifically my program, the 102 program, and that's erosion and sedimentation. So wanted to walk through a template that we have here at the district for people working, um, whether it's building a, a garage or something bigger. Uh, we have this template here at the district and it walks people through the chance to build an erosion and sedimentation plan. Um, we can certainly help them out in doing so, uh, but we do have this template available if you want to do it yourself. Uh, so today we wanted to walk through it a little bit talk about erosion, sedimentation, about the plan needed for any earth disturbance. Um, so Courtney's going to be asking me some questions and I'll be trying to answer those questions hopefully the best I can. So let's get to it. So I guess I'll start off by asking at what point do people need to use this erosion and sediment plan? Yeah, so any earth disturbance over 5,000 square feet and under an acre uh, definitely needs this small plan. Um, if you're disturbing more than an acre, something called an NPDES permit is needed, and that's issued by DEP. We review part of it here at our office, uh, and DEP would usually, or in, at least in some cases, review portion, the stormwater portion at their office. So for the smaller projects that are over 5,000 square feet but under an acre, do those plans need to be approved by the district? Uh, there's a couple exceptions, but for the most part, no. Um, the exceptions are some municipalities have an agreement with the conservation district uh, to require landowners to submit their plans to the district. Uh, in other cases, if we get a complaint, we might uh, require uh, those people who've had a violation to submit an ENS plan to the district. Um, and then in certain cases where there's high quality or EV waters, so uh, EV standing for exceptional value waters, there might be cases where um, a plan is submitted there as well. Okay, so I guess maybe let's just kind of go through what the small plan entails. Yeah, uh, so in the small plan that I've worked on over the course of the last couple of months, there's a couple things, the initial questions that might be asked. Um, and the first one being, what type of project are you doing? So whether it's home construction, um, some people, they like to get soil or a, a waste area going. So PennDOT, you know, has some soil available and people might be accepting that in their backyard, maybe to level off a spot. Uh, maybe it's something commercial. So you check that box, um, whatever might pertain to your specific project. Um, and a couple of more things that are noted there as well. Uh, one might be, you know, have you reached out to the planning office or your municipality as well? Um, uh, the next thing in the plan is specifically drawing a sketch. Um, there's some things needed in that drawing. The north arrow, the water courses, so whether it's streams, wetlands, any kind of wet area needs to be called out. Your area of disturbance, uh, significant landscape features, outlines of the project area, and then the best management practice that you're gonna use on your site to limit the soil from running off and running into the local waterways. 
Do you want to elaborate on what some of those best management practices may be for those that don't know? Yeah, sure. I think one of the big ones that um, people are at least a little familiar with is compost filter sack. Um, you primarily see it on pipelines in the area when they're doing the pipeline work. It's that black tube looking thing that stretches across the pipeline. Um, that What that's for is to filter the runoff. So if you have sheet flow happening on a site, on a slope, um, that water, if you can picture in your mind, raindrops hitting the ground, they disperse that soil, uh, and then they start to concentrate perhaps down the slope. And what happens when you have a compost filter sock in place is it intercepts that water and it, it congregates right above the filter sock. And as the water slowly goes through the filter sock, it's filtered and it, hopefully it comes out on the other side cleaner than when it, it went in. Uh, so that's, that's the reason why you need to have that on site. So compost filter sacks, another one would be a rock construction entrance. So rock construction entrance are just larger rocks in place. Uh, there's actual specifications for the entrance, but what that does is it shakes off the tires of the whatever heavy equipment is leaving the site. Uh, so oftentimes on those job sites, you'll see uh, sediment all the way down the road after uh, the, the heavy equipment has left the job site. And with a rock construction entrance in place, it's shaking off those tires before they leave the site. So those are just a couple instances where you can apply the best management practices to your site. So I think you had mentioned before too, um, if you're not sure what BMP to use, you can always reach out to the conservation district and you're able to go out and assist people as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, that's why we're here really. Uh, I say the worst part of my job is responding to a complaint and the best part of my job is just helping people. Um, that's what the conservation district's here for. Um, whether it might be your job, you know, with dirt and gravel roads, assisting municipalities, uh, my job, you know, reaching out, uh, helping out landowners, um, them reaching out to me. Uh, yeah, I, I really like going out and, you know, making recommendations. So as part of this ENS plan, one of the questions asks about the parcel being a part of any larger development. Um, I think that's been a really big topic in the district recently. So if you want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So a lot of people, you know, they have big plans. Um, that's fine. They have big plans. There are regulations associated with uh, what's called a common plan of development. And simply just to break it down is, let's say, you know, maybe you own a business and year one, you have, um, you know, let's say three quarters of an acre that you're gonna disturb for some type of building you're putting up. And then year two, you have plans for another building that's gonna disturb a half an acre. And year three, you have plans for maybe, you know, paving all that area plus more. Um, what that really means is, are you gonna have an acre of earth disturbance or greater? Uh, it might be over the course of that three years, but you really got to remember that you're turning all this cover that once was perhaps vegetated into unvegetated cover. Uh, you're making it so it's impervious. You're going to create a lot of runoff and that runoff is going to go downstream. It's going to flood out maybe your 
not your close neighbor, but maybe your neighbor that lives a mile down the stream. Um, or maybe it's going to flood out the people on the Susquehanna River. Uh, regardless, it's going to create a whole lot of runoff that um, wasn't there before. And uh, not only that, but that, that water is going to be warmer. Uh, there's going to be a thermal impact to it. It's going to reduce the aquatic life in the stream nearby. Uh, just a lot of impacts that you, you might not be thinking about when you have in mind to expand your business or, you know, put in a, a garage and a swimming pool and a this, that, and the other thing. Um, really, I, you know, for myself, I tend to maybe just think about my local area. Um, maybe not my neighbor's you know, three miles down the road and how it's going to impact them. But that's how it impacts them. Um, more water downstream. Um, all that being said, uh, and I think I mentioned at the beginning, you would need a NIPDES permit or NPDES permit. Uh, it's an engineered permit. And so you're going to be working with a civil engineer and they're going to put together an erosion and sedimentation plan for you. They're also going to put a, a stormwater plan together for you. And the stormwater plan is essential in letting that water soak in on your site rather than running off uh, and causing problems downstream. So that's another one. If you have any questions or you're not sure if what you're doing might be a common plan of development, you can always reach out to the district and ask. Yeah, I, you know, I just said yesterday to someone on the phone, uh, the best thing to do if you're planning any type of project um, would be to reach out to the conservation district. We can set up a meeting between conservation district and DEP and you know your engineer or yourself, uh, whoever might be involved with the project. And it's, it's the best course of action to make sure you're abiding by the regulations. Because you know what happens if you don't, you get into a situation where you know violations are issued, you have to backtrack, your project gets held up and we're not here to hold you up your project. We're here to help you along the way. So That's especially important if you're working around streams, rivers, um, wetlands. If you're in a close proximity to those, it's really important to reach out to the district. Yeah, there's a lot more uh, regulations associated with, you know, floodways, uh, water courses, so whether that's, you know, a stream going through your property, um, lake, pond, wetland you mentioned uh, all those can have potential impacts on your project or vice versa and um, yeah they need to be protected and um, you know that's part of our role here at the district is to help protect those and you know to help assist landowners with what they might be doing around those waterways. I think another hot topic is removing um, fill or other materials from a site. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, this can go both ways, um, but basically if you have a site, um, a, you know, a cut and fill site, that type of thing, you have excess fill needs to be taken away, um, there really has to be an erosion sedimentation plan for where that fill is going next. Um, there's sometimes that it's it's ideal place, um, people like to fill in the old quarries around here, um, That that's great. Um, Restoring that land back to what it once was, good idea. Um, but regardless of where you're putting that, you need to have an ENS plan, uh, which really just helps the contractor, whoever's moving that soil, um, leveling it out 
to, to follow the plan and make sure that the, the waters of the Commonwealth aren't getting polluted. Um, the same can be said of uh, receiving fill. Uh, PennDOT or local municipalities might have extra cleaning ditches, um, doing road work, that type of thing, and they're looking for a place to put it. Um, when you receive fill, you also have to have an ENS plan. Um, so if you want to you know, level out your backyard, make it all nice, landscape better, um, you still have to have that ENS plan in place. Um, if it's smaller than 5,000 square feet, it's good to know no ENS plan is needed. But what you do need is those BMPs or best management practices that we were talking about before. Usually that comes down to just a, a compost filter sock, that type of thing. And maybe the rock construction entrance. Um, they're very minimal at most, but that's where you would reach out to the conservation district and say, hey, you know, this is what I'm looking to do, um, and we can help you out. You can say, yeah, well, let's come out to the site and we'll take a look. And uh, this is what you need. This is what you need. This is what you don't need. So, All right. Awesome. So I guess let's close with talking about um, stabilizing the site when you're done, making sure that that soil is not going to have a chance to run off into a stream or waterway. Yeah, stabilization is another important aspect. Um, I think on a smaller level for projects, typically people restore the area, you know, especially if you're talking about landowners or, or especially homeowners want the lawn. But for other projects, maybe people aren't so worried about um, planting grass or something like that, but it is required. Um, so stabilization is a, is a very important aspect of projects and you should be applying some type of seed, something native. Um, don't be planting invasives. Uh, and then also stabilizing it with some type of mulch, whether that means, you know, straw or hay, something like that. Um, and the reason being so is straw or hay disperses some of that those raindrops uh, before they hit the soil. So it spreads it out, kind of like a forest canopy and raindrops falling in the forest. Those leaves disperse some of the water and spread it out. Uh, same same idea with you know your hay or, or mulch or straw that type of thing. So be sure and stabilize your area. Uh, they say three tons per acre of your straw when you apply it. Um, and we do have seeding recommendations as well that we can provide to you. Yeah, so for any projects you're doing, um, like we said, that are over 5,000 square feet and under an acre. Um, you can reach out, get the small project erosion and sedimentation plan. Um, if you need help, Don will assist you in working through that. If you want to do it on your own, that's perfectly fine too. Yeah, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and you can find the small plan there. It's available for a free download. Print it out, fill it out. It's very easy to walk through, um, but if you do need assistance or do want us to come out, we'd be more than happy to. So with that, we do have a couple of events for you. The first one is a Youth Community Stewardship Program here in Susquehanna County, and that's May 7th, 14th, and 28th of this year from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. So youth ages 13 to 18 are invited to a hands-on program focusing on taking charge to lead conservation projects. It's an environmental stewardship camp for kids who want to get their hands dirty, take charge and learn to lead conservation projects that'll help make a difference. Um, it's at Oakland Borough Building, which is 380 State Street, Susquehanna, PA. 
And if you're interested or for more information, you can register at extension.psu.edu slash youth community. Or you can also call the Extension office at 570-278-4600. And the deadline to register is May 5th. There's another event we have. I think this one is of more interest to you. Maybe a little bit. Um, So you might know turkey season's right around the corner. Pretty excited about that. Um, But if you've ever been interested in learning to hunt turkeys, the Pennsylvania Game Commission has a program coming up. So they're holding online seminars to provide you with all the information you need to get started on your journey to becoming a successful turkey hunter. First one was actually yesterday, but there's two more. Um, Each presentation lasts about 45 minutes and they conclude with a question and answer session. Uh, Registration is required. So the next one is Monday, April 11th. It's from 7 to 8.30 p.m. and it's on turkey biology. So you can join the Game Commission online to learn the basics of turkey biology with the PGC biologist Kenneth Duran. And the presentation will give you the insight you need to be successful in scouting and hunting turkeys as well. The second online seminar is Monday, April 18th, 2022 from 7 to 8.30 p.m. You can join Matt Moret to learn tips and tactics to hunt turkeys effectively. Um, if you don't know who Matt is, he's a champion turkey caller and one of the most experienced turkey hunters in North America. Alright, well I guess that does it for today's show. If you have any questions related to our shows, you can definitely contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. And if you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org. And you can find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and you can ask questions, or you can make comments about the show. You have been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hubert saying, enjoy the outdoors. <laughs>